Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. So if you've been hitting it hard like a couple of the hosts of this podcast have been the last little bit and you want to turn it around or just have a few to break up your night, get on to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout and get free shipping around Australia. It was at a winery the other day. There were some heapses Fuck it. It was good. Yeah. Because I'll I'll be I still remember the Brisbane Live episode earlier this year, and the one thing Brisbane they they didn't have that day were the heaps normals. Yep. They ran out, um, but it helped me at this winery because <laughs> I did not get to stay for a couple of nights like a lot of other people. I was in and out that day, mm. so I was trying to fit three days worth of drinking into one afternoon. Yep, and congratulations, you did it. And thanks to Heaps Normal, I didn't make my own episode of Midflight Brawl on the way home. Heapsnormal.com, duty free at checkout. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the? Out this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Fresh off a big weekend. Fresh off a, well, a massive weekend for you. A, a few hours of power for me. We're at Grapes of Mirth over there at a Sepultsfield Winery, the beautiful Barossa, South yeah. Australia. Um, of course, created by the one and only Merrick Watts. Are you okay? Yes, yeah, stop! You know him. Uh, <laughs> and a listener of the show. I'm sure I'll get a text as soon yeah. as this comes out going, I'll fucking kill you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, okay? Yes, stop! <laughs> Bloody ripper time. As a disclaimer, this, that episode will be out next week. This is uh, a different one yes. we've pre-recorded. So in trying yes. that, next week's will be the live from Grapes of Mirth, uh, Barossa Valley special. We'll see. Bloody great. Thanks to Merrick and co for having us on there. The podcast was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and the stand-up because of uh, what had happened in the old family. I'd been at home for three weeks, hadn't done a gig in three weeks and decided the best run-up. To, if you haven't done a gig for three weeks, what you should do is go over notes, maybe listen to old recordings, or just have eight beers. Yeah. Fucking go for it. Use muscle memory. You've got to believe in yourself sometime, mate. I did. I'm back yeah. in the game, wrapped. And it went great. It was a bloody fun day. But I had to leave before you, you went on stage. Yeah, it started to fall apart a bit. I mean, I, I went fine, not great. It was all right. 
I mean, I was misunderstood a little bit, I feel. <laughs> you will hear in the live Grapes of Mirth app next week. <laughs> yeah. How I say, well, I was so lucky to have done my stand-up before doing the mid-flight brawl. <laughs> yeah. The, the podcast was a bit of a precursor to what happened later, but it was fine. I didn't die or anything, but it was, it was all right. But there's heaps of people there spread out, sun right in their eyes when I was on. Mm. Sunset comedy, the best time for it. But uh, yeah, it was good. Absolute highlight for me though it was I was in the second last bracket. You wouldn't have been able to do your all your high energy faces, you know? Yeah, I couldn't see bugger the eyes the out. What? What? They- You're saying you went all right, but there's no way you only went all right because uh, a few weeks ago, just quickly, mm. sorry to interrupt, we got hit up a lot by listeners of this show. There are also listeners of another podcast, Tony Martin's. Sizzletown, and um, he described both of us in this clip. And finally, from another Aaron, Aaron Donaldson, he was listening to one of my favourite podcasts, a great idea for a podcast, apart from anything, Mid-Flight Brawl with Nick Cody, who I worked with recently, and Luke Heggie, one of Australia's finest comedians. But uh, have a listen to this. (laughs) And yeah. Two very different descriptions of yeah. us there, Heggy. That's well, uh, oh no, yeah. obviously Tony Martin doesn't give out stars, but if he did, you got five, and I got one. Hear That's those descriptions a bloody long again. Long time coming with Nick Cody, who I worked with recently, <laughs> and Luke Heggy, one of Australia's <laughs> finest comedians. Well, he's never worked with me. Um, Not even man. is he? He's all right. Who I worked with recently, mm. and Tony doesn't know this, but that'll go on my next tour poster. Oh, yeah. Worked with recently. <laughs> <laughs> twelve years in the making. That I spent twelve years with people going. You that good comedians, mate? The shit one that we, you know, we'll, we'll hire you when we can't get him, and then fucking hate you. That sort of thing. Still going now. If you're worried, <laughs> living in the shadows for twelve years, a, a, a you know, a slave to the. <laughs> I know what he felt like now. <laughs> Me. Me for 12 years yelling, this is the funniest bloke I've ever seen. Get around him. If he could just do one thing on a computer, he would be famous. But he refuses <laughs> to just send out one Instagram post about a gig. I'm trying to help him. <laughs> I'm on one right now. So Bang. Have that. We're doing it. Um, How'd the rest of the night end up though? Grapes and mirth. Yeah, it's good. I was, I was in the second last bracket and I was, it was a relief to get off because I was pretty cactus, very tired. Yeah. And um, they, they helpfully had some dancing. So people that dance on the grass, always been a bit special for me. Mm. Um, but they were loving that. The DJ was doing a, doing a tip-top job. And then they the just canned that ripper. and put two more acts on at the end, who both did fantastically, especially considering the circumstances. But Dave Thornton, Dave Thorno Thornton, had to MC about six hours of comedy both days. And he did a bang-up job. But I was sitting with a mate and listener of this podcast, a uh, guy I went to school with, shout-out to Julian. Uh, who'd made the trip over there with his Rip wife 20-year anniversary. And yeah, his, be- his beautiful Kiwi wife, who he said he still doesn't understand. Great yeah. Queenslander <laughs> attitude there. Don't know what she's on about. <laughs> um, and a lot of I listeners came from around the place. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I said to him, mate, we were sitting in deck chairs, a fucking solid 100 metres away from Thornton, and he's on stage. And I said to Julian, if he looks over here, I'm giving him the finger. Two seconds later, he looked at me, gave him the finger. He saw it. Did he? <laughs> yeah, saw it straight away. Did a little double take. You can see it on his face that he hated it. And he said he hated it so much that I was just slouching in a deck chair, just giving him the oh, finger. of course. Yeah. 
still, if you if you're a newish listener to the podcast, when we started a couple of years ago, at the start of 2020, this kicked off, and then uh, obviously COVID got invented, and um, I was doing a stint <laughs> in hotel quarantine up in Queensland, and you came to drop stuff off, and you said, "Man, I'm I'm downstairs. Um, have a look. I was on the 12th or 14th floor or something. I'm looking over the balcony for you." And I spot you and I take my phone out and you go, zoom in. And I zoom in. You just give me a tiny middle finger. <laughs> well, he couldn't. I still remember couldn't. you gave me a drawing of a middle finger, one of your own T-shirts yeah. and um, a fucking block of chocolate <laughs> that you'd eaten everything but one bar off. <laughs> well, <laughs> he couldn't, resi- he couldn't remain professional for that moment. And uh, work his way mm. through the situation. He had to say something. He's like, oh, "You've seen some great comedians here today. All of them except Luke Heggie. What a piece of shit!" Oh, and people wondering why he did that. Oh, that's so funny. He said, "He's he's right over there now, flipping me the bird." <laughs> and I had two minds. I was going to dive behind some other people, so there was I just wasn't there. Yeah, but everyone saw me sitting there laughing at him. But uh, yeah, really rounded out the day very well. If that rattles him, again, another old story, Us on the Road 2014 for Melbourne Comedy Festival Roadshow, and I think it was Geraldton or whatever, and I was telling a story about using a toilet hose in Thailand and I have to do an act out and I've got oh, my yeah, head in between that. my legs. Yeah. And I open my eyes and side of stage, you had your pants down, just <laughs> spread your asshole right open. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you my tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was looking through my legs, I started crying and the tears were going into my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then every night you try to get me with it. Very yeah. good. <laughs> Swap sides. Got him. Um, yeah, I'm off next week. So it's going to be the live show next week. I'm going to Tasmania for a week, which I'm mm. very much looking forward to. Going to hang out and do not much. Uh, mm. It's a yeah little holiday down the southeast of Taz. Don't rob my house. Uh-huh. Um, I know you dragged drag the family down to Port Arthur. Here we go, guys. Yeah. Reenact it. Do a <laughs> dramatized reenactment. <laughs> Had the record till that Norwegian cunt showed us up. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, man, on that topic. Mate, that's the only reason I brought it up is I'm looking at your Zoom background and each yeah. each week, of course, if we're down the line from one another, you've always got a Zoom background with a grim history. Uh, generally, they're houses, though, and I just have to guess what piece of shit lived in that house. But this one, this is a two-story sort of retail block. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't have any windows left. A fair bit of roofs missing as well. Yeah. Full credit to whoever, whoever and I'm going to guess 60s or 70s. The um, uh, 73, yeah. 73, yep. The, the sign for the modern tile shop has fucking held up great. Oh, yeah, that was next door. That'll, that'll give a hint to the Brisbane listeners. Oh, Oh, I'm not sure. Fortitude Valley. Oh, the valley. I've, mm. I've got no idea. What well, That could have been anything. It's the uh, Whiskey A Go-Go fire, which at the time was the record for oh. a mass murder in Australia. 15 people. Pretty grim. It was got firebombed while it was full of people. Yeah. And uh, very sus time. They never really got to the bottom of that. There was a bit of police action. There was some extortion. It's weird shit going on around that era. And also says a lot about how Australia does like to cover up, cover up a bit of a you know checkered history. Or oh. that will go, yeah, in seventy three, the biggest mass murder was fifteen people. You go, mm. yeah, I, re- well. <laughs> I reckon a couple hundred years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon someone went a bit higher. You're not going to bring that up. So yeah, let's go. Let's go with that thing in the valley. 
yeah, this was in uh yeah, they don't, they don't count that. Um, what happened there? Just a lunatic in the valley. Uh, it wasn't a lot. It was a couple who got done for mm. it, went to jail for some time, but um, it was more than, more than that involved, really. But uh, they never really got to the bottom of it. One bloke died in prison. The other one got sent back to England. But then he he copped to one murder, and then I think he was on the television with Yana Vent. She said, do you know if he's – like he, he admitted it while he's back in England. She said, do you know you can get extradited because he's still one of the 14 murders? He said, oh, not really. I say, I, I don't remember what happened. And that was it. Good on you, Yana. Too late. Yeah. Yana got him. Yeah, not really. <laughs> um, he blabbed like they all do. On the on the pluggos, uh, mm. the Yapoon show in uh, Queensland yeah. is happening. The next on the, live one. 18th, 19th of November at the Cap Coast yep. Comedy Fest, whatever the Saturday yes. is of those. Looking forward to going up there. Um, cannot eight wait. comedians up there. Go to Great Keppel Island during the day, the cart of beer and fishing rod. Yeah, the 19th it'll be. Excellent. There's a live MFB that day. And mm. then uh, Heggy will also be a part of, what's the name of the show? What show? <laughs> it's like the stand-up show that night is for some reason called like Nick Cody and oh, Friends or something. Oh, Nick Cody and his fucking underlings <laughs> or something like that. So, yeah. You bang on about Tony Martin because there's evidence. This happens all the time. Yeah. Nick Cody yeah. and the pieces of shit he knows, or Nick Cody and dinner of dinner with friends or something. Mm. I don't know. Dinner with Nick Cody and some other losers, and I'm one of the losers. So well, well, still done. doesn't hurt as much as this with Nick Cody, who I worked with recently, and Luke Heggy, one of Australia's <laughs> finest comedians. <laughs> you be the judge, Yapoon. Yeah. <laughs> Cap Coast Comedy Festival. He's fucking spot on there, Tone. All right, mate. We better get in on this. Yeah, should we bloody kick in? Oh, of Let's course, do- midflightbrawl.com, new stores up, heaps more merch in. Yes. I was wondering, I was like, how many T-shirts do we have left? And my mum is on the bloody, on the job of shipping yeah. stuff out. My dad the other day said, there's still a few left in the fucking lounge room, so get plugged. Ooh. Yeah, there are. All right, get around <laughs> it. Let's go. All right, mate. This week, we're looking at Emirates flights uh, on from November 17, 2016. Ooh. Emirates, they rarely get a mention here. No, not often. They usually behave. They're from, we're going from beautiful Dubai, UAE, to Birmingham, England. Ah, there we go. Mm. <laughs> I figured it out. While, uh, like Emirates do cop shit for treatment of their staff, Emirates accidents to date have not yielded any casualties, and they are very, very proud of that, not unlike our Qantas, the spirit of Australia. Qantas, yeah. Are they? I didn't know Emirates were rolling with a zero body count as well. Well, I'll tell you something. Must have just been pilot error overrunning a runway. That's Most of it's just that. But um, in 2016, same year as this incident, one of their planes crash-landed at Dubai Airport. Hmm. plane burst into flames and... Uh, but all 282 passengers and 18 crew got out with a few scratches. They were fucking um, playing games there. Yeah, but then a firefighter died while fighting the blaze, but that doesn't seem to be included in their spotless body count clean sheet, does it? That's different. He's gone. He probably would have died anyway at some stage of his life, so whatever. (laughs) Um, He could have died playing dominoes with his mates at the station that very day. 
if he hadn't been fighting a fire caused by an Emirates plane whose landing gear hadn't been thoroughly checked. Turned out okay in the end, though. Thoughts and prayers were uttered and sent in the direction of his grieving family that same very day. So it swings around about, doesn't it? Yeah. He's probably happy. He might have died going down the pole or something. Mm. Who knows? A few years later, they would have just said COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> COVID got him. <laughs> a bit of COVID inhalation, in, inhalation yeah, we, it, while he's fighting a fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's screaming because he's lit up with COVID. <laughs> yeah, the fire has ex- exacerbated the, the yeah. symptoms and he's just succumbed of, to his COVID injuries. COVID emoliation. <laughs> um, it's very easy to swab his sinuses. There was no skin oh, there. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. found COVID in there. <laughs> Got him. Um, heading towards Birmingham. Interesting old place, Birmingham. Mm. Uh, quite the cosmopolitan society. A lot of promise. Youngest city in Europe in that 40% of the population is under 25. Ooh. As you know, people from Birmingham, they're known as Brummies after the original name of the joint, Brummagem. Oh. And uh, speak with a that. beautiful Brummie accent. <laughs> Birmingham. Oh. Pointing to countless academic studies, the Brummie accent consistently fares as the most unfavourable variety of British English. It is quite hard on the ears, Ooh, yeah. like gymnasium music or a child yelling into a fan. Um, although, by the way, when I was a kid, I told my parents once I'd made a pack of the chips disappear by putting yeah. them into the fan. They had it was just very small chips all around the joint. Yeah, I just, but I thought they were disappearing, they disintegrated. Yeah, <laughs> but now to a child, he's a, making something disappear. Just smash it, disappear. It's magic. Fuck pre iPads. Kids were doing stuff. Oh, you had to do stuff. We, I spent a lot of time in front of the fan yelling. <laughs> it's great. Mostly exterminate. Yeah. That was a big word in front of the fan. What's that? Uh, yelling exterminate. like the. Oh, is that a good one, is it? It's from um, Oh, because Doctor it's a, exterminate. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of them, a lot of British still consider Australian to be a form of British English and the less educated among the British like to make fun of our accent. Obviously, don't listen to their own that often. Um, tennis was invented in Birmingham. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this isn't the Queen's English. Not bad, good boys. <laughs> Would be if she, if she ever moved here. Um, many, many famous alumni from that joint. A lot of, lot of cricketers from Birmingham. By the way, just quickly, Birmingham being the youngest city in Europe, I mm. think a a city to be great needs a, a good spread of ages because if it's too old, it's always conservative and shit. And if it's yeah. too young, I'm getting the vibes knife crime. Yeah, there is a bit of that. You need a bit of everyone around, even the joint out. Oh, it's the same everywhere. In everything's good to have a spread. Um, you know who's from Birmingham? J.R.R. J-R-R Tolkien. Oh, yeah. One of your literary heroes. <laughs> uh Ozzy Osbourne, oh, comedians Joe Lysett, John Oliver, and Stuart Lee, and the original drummer from Electric Light Orchestra. You guess his name. I will buy the back catalogue of all of ELO's works in vinyl. Don't Google it, you fucking sneak. <laughs> I'll get the collection of praise and give you ten times the dollar amount for that. If you're not cheating. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, 
Um, I was looking up After Birmingham. You said that, and then I've just typed it in. Fucking Bev Bevan. Bev Bevan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. a beauty. Oh, but his first name's actually his first name's Beverly. Beverly, a bloke. <laughs> oh, Beverly Bevan. Bev Bevan. That is right. When I go. There's a there's like a smoothie store I go to, not oh, the one that you not not NRG, but you've I've, got to put in a different name. I'm always Bevan. I've been with you at a place yeah. like this before. Name Bevan. Yeah, and I stand back and make them yell it out a few times. I was with our mate Bart Freeband the other day, who is also a big fan of just giving fucked names. Yeah, and his one the other day was Crint. They're like Chris, yeah, has a Crint. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep a straight face. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. yeah, well, it fucks me up because the times you've done it, I end up just walking out of the store because I'm going to yeah. laugh. I forget every time up until they say, name for the order, and I go, oh, that's right, he's going to say Bevan. And it always gets me. The Bart's fuck, Crint, Fran. They're like, Fran? A friend. Oh, all right. Fran. <laughs> I, I wait until they yell it a few times too. They, they can't yeah. say it. It's got to be high volume before I go and get whatever it is I've ordered. Um, in the sporting realm, one of your heroes and mentors, current UFC welterweight champion Leon Edwards, is from Birmingham. Rocky Edwards, yeah. Leon. Great comeback victory a few months ago. Oh, yeah. He moved to Birmingham from Jamaica when he was nine. Mm. And then at 13, his dad was shot dead in a nightclub. Didn't know Not that. Right. He got into drug dealing, street fighting. But then when he was 17, his mum said, got him on the straight and narrow. Getting him to join an MMA club, like he built the shit out of other like-minded good blokes. Um, he's a, he's yet, a very nice bloke and well-spoken, and um, yeah. yeah. Well, he just won the championship him. after kicking his opponent in the head, knocking mm. him out. So, and a little bit tricky there, old Leon. He slipped, it looked like he was throwing the kick to the body, and then fucking Wooshka, I'll move that a bit higher because you got yeah. your arm down there. Tricked you. You got a Double jointed knee, just flick up at the last second. No, not a question head. mark kick. He just uh, he'd set him up very well throughout the fight for that exact yeah. move. Oh, okay. He realised that throwing a, a punch, a certain, yeah, throwing a certain. I think it was a jab. If he was throwing the jab on a certain angle, they show it throughout the fight that the the opponent would lean to one side and would lean quite heavily to one side. So he goes to throw the punch at him, and as the guy moves, he just goes, "Have that tricked you." Walked into yeah, right. it. He's a mathematician as well. Right. Sweet science. Anyway, our hero today is from Saltley, Birmingham, home to the Saltley Hand Axe, the first Paleolithic human artifact found in the Midlands. And haven't they come yeah. a long way since? <laughs> uh, his name. When you, sorry, when you said the Saltley Hand Axe, hand I axe, thought you were just yeah. going to say a fucking broken pint glass. They've just given <laughs> it like a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> the Saltley Handshake, it's broken glass in it. And it comes at speed. Um, his name's Khaled Mir. 2016, he was 39 and a delivery driver and a father of three. Khaled means mm. eternal or immortal. Very popular like Arabic name given to good, strong yeah. boys. I didn't know that. Currently two Khaleds are in the Bangladeshi cricket team. And there's a DJ called Khaled I've heard you idolising from time to time. Also, his ability to yell his own name over the <laughs> top of go. some synthesizers and shit. 
I've seen it. I looked him up and went, oh, it's just, yeah. That's I actually reference him in a bit of mine. Yeah. DJ Khaled. Yeah. Brilliant. Khaled already had a mark against his name for being abusive towards stewards on an earlier flight. Still loud on. Yeah. Whatever. The flight was uh, a seven-hour journey on the, uh, for one slightly unusual route, from Dubai to Birmingham. Um, Dubai, while well, well, being one of the more progressive Emirates, Dubai still has some conservatism at its heart. A couple of things you can't do there, being drunk in public, as you know, swearing, using your left hand, or flaunting your homosexuality, strictly forbidden. It's the uh, it's a wiping of the ass thing with the left hand, isn't it? Is that why your left hand's dirty? Oh, I'm not sure. I think it's anyway. I thought that was primary school hearsay. Um, I'll tell you the the swearing and the no drunk in public. Yeah. Never hopped off a plane in a place, and the first it's so hot that you go fuck. I'd love a beer, yeah. and I've got you. And I've got you on two. Two counts. <laughs> two counts of murder. Straight to the clink. Um, Mate, and I don't know. Have you spent much time in Dubai? I know when we do the oh, gigs for the days troops. Here and there. Yeah. 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 Really. Shopping center, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and I've never seen a place go city desert. Mm. Not a real big, you know. They clearly don't have a fucking Henley Homes out there in Dubai. They're not building suburbs. No. <laughs> city, city, like, desert. Cul de sacs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I read an article on the left-handed. I read an article on left-handedness and the incidence of it. I just mm. got sidetracked here. And uh, Science Focus had some interesting stats, was explaining brain dominance, but then covered all bases by rounding the article out with, this is reasons why you might be left-handed. And finally, left-handedness may be caused by damage to the right hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That's science now, is it? Um <laughs> Anyway, in uh, in Dubai, I love that. I love when you see a generally a news.com.au article, like scientists have discovered that if you eat a fucking kilo of Cadbury dairy milk before bed, you won't have a great sleep. Yeah, you go, is that what they're working on? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns out your blood sugar spikes, and then you feel a bit feel a bit sick. Ugh. Um, way you dress quite important in Dubai. No shirt, no shoes, no service is something you wouldn't see there, I don't reckon, as a sign <laughs> in a bar. Uh, or you should really not see that here either. That's that's how proud Aussies are of their uncouth nature. Um, you can't engage in public displays of affection in Dubai. I like that. And and drugs is a big no-no. It doesn't affect me because I no longer traffic drugs. If I did, though, <laughs> I reckon any country with the death penalty avoid it like the plague. Any traffickers yeah. listening... Don't go to those ones, all right? Yeah. Somewhere else, there's other options where you're not going to get fucking killed for it. But the planes have to stop over somewhere. That's where oh, they no. tend to get them. You know what yeah. I mean? It's- yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'd be pushing for engineers to sort out non-stop flights from here to elsewhere, wouldn't they? Yeah. Do you reckon there's a few few people now when they announced that Perth to London a couple of years ago? Like, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just- be a lot of cocaine in the sewers in Perth. Yeah. Going forward. <laughs> That's how they measure it, isn't it? Don't they get a bit of shit and go, there's this amount of cocaine usage in the city and other things? Yeah, I, that's another one I always found interesting. You're not hearing yeah. as much from the fucking shit scientists now that, I and I don't mean bad scientists, I mean the actual ones that study your, what's in the fecal matter. Yeah, I'm now not that, it. All looks the same now to that me. COVID's done. Remember they yeah. got a lot of COVID here looking in the shits. 
Yeah. You know, who cares, man? They're shitting in some whatever. Oh, busy for a bit though. Oh yeah, there was a bit of that around. Yeah. Uh Dubai though. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Like manufacturing a desert city into what humans have thought to be the most of a shit situation. I reckon that's Dubai's a crescendo of what we've done to this fucking joint. <laughs> goes without goes without saying in Dubai. There's a dinosaur themed 6D cinema with fog and shit in it. <laughs> you can have you ever been to one of those? Like no. a a four D cinema. I think I went to one movie world or Sea World or something when I was about nineteen. Yeah. I just sat in there and then, you know, something sneaks up behind you and you get a, a fucking spray bottle on your neck. You go, Oh, what what was that? Oh, it's a bloke getting breathing on me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, no, no, I think it's in the back of the chair, like a little, little jet. Little spray. Oh, fuck. Anything not to just go out and live life, isn't it? <laughs> um, you can swim with dolphins and dive with sharks. That mob have always loved the desert, haven't they? They just didn't know it until they <laughs> got scooped up and shipped there. That they might enjoy the desert. Say so good on them. Um, you can sleep in Dubai. You can sleep in an, in an Atlantis underwater hotel, floor to ceiling glass, with reluctant tropical fish entertaining you twenty four hours a day. I um I was interested. I've seen that hotel um on some docos before. You know, just coolest places to sleep. You know, yeah. there'll be an igloo where you can see the northern lights, and then there's that Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable in the underwater, underwater room. Yeah, yeah. There's a in Dubai. There's a fucking shopping festival. I yeah, it's called Dubai. Who don't have the internet? Their local library. <laughs> I just let people go shopping well, for new stuff. By the stuff. way, I I can honestly say I've cut out anyone in my life who are the type of people that are like, we're going to Dubai to, you know, on a shopping trip. Oh, I'd like to think you I never that. had one in my life, but yeah, yeah. I would do the same. Right. Yeah, I've met them though. Going to Singapore for a shopping, shopping. trip. Oh. <laughs> Uh, imagine, imagine the next iteration of us in like ten thousand years from now, finding the ruins of this shit and thinking, "Oh, these idiots deserve to be extinct." Well, before they got to use everything, downhill skiing in the desert. I did it. Fucking hell! I tell you what, though, I've always said that I didn't get my license until twenty-one, uh, thirty-one. Yeah. So I had thirteen years of no driving to my name. I've got a few fucking carbon credits, and I wanted to use some on some indoor skiing. All right, All right. <laughs> I take it you've kept a very accurate ledger over those years, have you? Of what earth? You don't have to. <laughs> you just got third. I got thirteen years of not driving around by myself in my yeah, pocket, yeah. and I want to use some of that yeah, on indoor right. skiing. <laughs> I went. Um, I went sandboarding in Peru. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck, like a snowboard, but on. Gym. I did that in Dubai as well. Yeah, goodness, I knocked myself out. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was. I was like last down the hill and I was trying to stick a landing and spray everyone standing there with a wall of sand like, a, like you would with snow. Yeah. Just come fly yeah. and just do a big landing. 
And I think I did. Like I got them all with this big wave of snow, but also concussed myself. <laughs> Woke up to laughter. <laughs> I fucking out cold. No good. Um, anyway, Khaled, the last person to board the flight, and the crew suspected he was drunk. He had also purchased three bottles of vodka from Duty Free. Ooh, not playing games. 30 minutes into the flight, he started being abusive, quite vocal to the lady sitting in the seat in front of him, also banging the video screen, Oh, fuck et That is one of the worst crimes we've heard so far. I've told numerous people to fuck off with the hard yeah. tapping on the screen. Yeah, I mean, the, the what, you're punching screen. in your movie choice, you fucking animal. Yeah. <laughs> it can get frustrating. If you've got greasy hands or something, that touch screen's not going to work. You just start whacking it. Yeah. Always fixed everything. Um, the crew came, gave him a warning. He told the uh, cabin supervisor two words. I'll give you a dollar fifty if you say what they were. Uh, fuck off. Yep. Oh, you're Beautiful. Buck 50. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Told him to fuck off. He's rambling and swearing around this time. He's given a second warning from the captain. That's one too many. Um, obviously, the captain wanted to get to beautiful Birmingham for the night at all costs. <laughs> but Khaled responded by saying, piss off. So he has de-escalated a little from fuck to piss. Um Kept you off the same. Some things never change. Mm. Off is here to stay, I reckon. They can get rid of all the other stuff, the nanny state, but <laughs> off, that's not going anywhere. Lock it in. He did after the piss off. He um, he threw a drink across the cabin. Now, I've always hated drinking out of plastic, but at times like this, I'm glad it's not glass really. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you reckon Khaled then threatened to do? Uh Oh. To the passenger in front of him. It was a direct direct attack. S- strangle him. No, it's a her. Ooh. Strangle her. He threatened to rape her. Oh. And I I think it's obvious that we of all people don't endorse that, but then I've learned never to overestimate the intelligence of the fucking public, but you can't help but wonder how he thought he might be able to do that. I feel like you've tricked me there because he went from fuck off to piss <laughs> so off. I, I, thought tr- was, <laughs> yeah. I thought he's he was going, going down. down. No, he's gone yeah, down. I know. I know strangle's not great, but I thought he may have used a word like that. But uh... yeah, strangling someone's worse than piss off. Funnily, yeah. Um, he got moved to the back of the plane, where it took four cabin crew to tie his hands and feet together with plastic cuffs. Not a bad effort. I reckon that's about average four, four to one yeah. to get the cuffs on. It'll take four to get me. I reckon. Yeah, again um, too, because it. But I think it's because not necessarily that the person that's angry, you know, the shitty passenger is stronger than the flight crew. No. It's just not. they've already they've worked up into a position where they're ready to fight. Yeah. And the flight crew, you know, they're not warmed up yet. The muscles are oh, cold. People restraining a grub never fight as dirty as the grub. Maybe it's time mm. they should. Just walk up and snot someone with a king hit <laughs> while they're stunned, get the cable ties attached. That should be how it's done. It is the only positive cow punch video I've ever seen. It was one of those like Stereo Sonic or one of those festivals maybe f- mm. five years ago and there's just a guy going, fucking, what are you fucking looking at, cow? What are you fucking looking at? And he's going people and trying to fight and a guy just walking past just cl- just goes, one sec, he's, as he's walking past him, he goes, actually, 
this bloke needs to be stopped and yeah. just Wait there, from the side f- flattens him. Yeah. The real toe curler. I and everyone one. around like, yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That had to I be saw done. one of a what looked to be one of your countrymen um, just annoying. You know those guys who get dressed up like a cowboy or something and all sprayed in silver on the street? Like you've oh, done. yeah. And they just stand there <laughs> like a statue and then they'll do yeah. something. I saw yeah. one of them. This dickhead was giving him wet willy and shit. And just really pissing him off, and he just didn't do anything until he got around the front. And the guy just fucking decked him. <laughs> just went back to being <laughs> being still again. It's really good. <laughs> Pistol whip by a silver cowboy. Um, he continued, Khaled, to try to headbutt the screen in front of him. Um, he kept making throat clearing noises as if he was about to spit. So they put a mask on him as well. I remember that sound from the second floor of the school. Like you'd be walking on a quadrangle, you'd hear a <laughs> from above, never look up, just run. Do an unpredictable run somewhere. Back then, it's quite often just the teachers blowing off a bit of steam at little lunch, drop a golly on some kids, sick of having to hit them, spit on them. I'm going to get that one. By the way, I think uh... – You'll appreciate this. As I said, I was home uh, for a couple of weeks by myself with the boys and the, the four-year-old, he's had a snotty nose. Mm. But because I'm only the only one at home, it's time for a few dad lessons, trying to teach him how to jet snot. Yeah. Did you? A snot rocket. Pretty good. I was trying to teach him how to do it because he, he blows his nose. Little kids that learn how to blow their nose, they start it at such a – like they go at 10% of the strength they could go at. Yeah. And it takes so long, they just go, Yeah. You're like, come on, bud. You know what you do. Blow it out. You know, just a bit of force. Yep. So I just showed him into a tissue where block one nostril and go, Phew. He went, Whoa, daddy. Great. Big snot. You go, Yeah, Ooh. get it out. He'll be doing it to his brother <laughs> before long. Have you stipulated where he can do that? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be at a park. There can be no hard surfaces anywhere, please. Yeah. It's absolutely revolting. Yeah. And you've got to go. That, it's one of those things where you can't half-ass it or your lips or fucking shirt's in trouble. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you want to clear the runway for sure. Um, a flight attendant took pity, big mistake, and went to give him a drink with a straw. <laughs> They're still trying to serve him. Just a water. Carly- I must say, Emirate, it is... Great service yeah. on Emirates, yeah. and it shows here. Oh, yeah. I'll still surf him. Carly pushed aside the mask with his tongue and spat in her face. Oh, there you go. And he called her a dirty white. That's what I sometimes uh, call my undies. <laughs> um, oh, is it, does it end there? A dirty white. Yeah. Was that the whole insult? Oh, I thought you wanted me to guess. Dirty white. No. Not oh, a dirty white. Dirty white, he called her. No, no, no. I know he said dirty white, but I yeah. thought there'd be more to it. No. Just dirty white. <laughs> you stop the run up. Yeah. It's like when a fast bowler stops the run up halfway through, he goes back. <laughs> You're wanting a bit more there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I tell you, one by one, people of the world just get stung by the grubbery of others and stop being nice to anyone. Mm. I reckon that that woman would never be nice to another passenger after that. Well, I tried being nice and look what happened. Um, confusing part is it takes a different amount of maltreatment for different people. Divorcees are probably the worst. Never meet a more sexist bunch than them. Who's that, sorry? Just ripping into everyone. Who's that? Because someone did the wrong thing. 
Well, like this woman, she'll never be nice to other customers. Oh, no, I, I no, no, no. But who did you say is never nice? Divorcees. They're horrible oh, divorcees. to everyone from then on <laughs> of yeah. the persuasion that they got separated yeah. from. Well, tried it once, so they're obviously all fucked. Yeah. Every single one of them. Tell you what, uh, this three and a half billion of that group, cunts, the lot of them. Mm. <laughs> I know for a fact. <laughs> the The crew found bottles of vodka and Baileys by his seat. Poor man's white Russian. Yeah. You know when you haven't got the means to mix up a drink, you have a swig of each, just assume you're making beautiful cocktails in your guts. <laughs> swig of each, have a fight, you got a cocktail. Yeah, it's a, like a maggot MacGyver. Yeah. I'll do this internally. <laughs> just see him shaking himself up and down. That'll do. Yeah. That'll fucking I'll meet mix each other up. on the way down and swallow an entire ice cube. Um. <laughs> I always thought a, a, a Bailey's and vodka was a slippery nipple, but I've looked it up. It's actually a little spot of grenadine in the bottom and then Sambuca and Bailey's. We've probably discussed Ooh. slippery nipple before. I think it's I think it's Marty Bryant's favourite drink. Um, I, don't, I don't know if those are, are those shots. I haven't seen anyone get a drink like that in some time. Well, that's more the company you keep. I remember just getting a fucking teaspoon, upside down teaspoon and pouring shit in really slowly. You know, that's cough medicine over the back of a teaspoon. Yeah. No, 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 over oh, the back of a teaspoon to make yeah. those shots. You know, it. like a jam donut and a fucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got a. It's very, very finicky. That's oh, tedious. Yeah, bit of a bit of brown sugar around the rim. Yeah. Here's your jam donut. Beautiful. The um yeah, slippery nipple. It's grenadine in the bottom, and then sambuca, and then Bailey's over a teaspoon. Ooh. Grenadine's intended to be the areola, I think. Bright red, a bit racist. It's like. <laughs> Like skin color band aids and prosthetic legs, you're not fucking fooling this guy. <laughs> anyway, um, people are just disingenuous, aren't they, with most stuff? Um, what do you make of Bailey's while we're down here? What a uh, I think I, I reckon I've had it once in the last 10 years. I remember, as in, I would have just had it so as a you can just say nightcap and just drink it. Yeah. Five standard drinks in one glass with an ice cube, as yeah. long as it's called a nightcap. <laughs> really, oh yeah, really, really takes the sting out of a fucking huge helping of booze right yeah. before bed. But I, I, I drank a bottle of Bailey's once at a um, end of year party for the yeah. when I worked at a mailroom at a law firm. Got fucking blind. How'd you have it? Yeah, mainly mainly on ice, maybe a little bit of milk. Yeah, right. I had other drinks first, then did that. Got shirtless, got kicked out of a bar, mm-hmm. went to the CAS, lost $150 on one hand of blackjack when I was making about 13 bucks an hour. Yeah. Wanted to prove something to mates, lost it. And yeah. then felt on the way home at about six in the morning, it was one of those the next stop is my train stop. And I'm fucking holding my eyes open like a clockwork orange, just going, yeah. stay awake, you're fucking. And then. Woke up at the end of the line. Oh, fuck. Oh, disaster. <laughs> I've done exactly that. No good. You're doing anything. In between stops, popping my head out the door to get a bit of fresh air. Go, come on. Yeah. You can do it. I was, I was four stops from the city as well. Used to live in Paran when I was about 20. Just go, come on, buddy. Yeah. Like when you've got a kid who's about to fall asleep in the car on the way home, you just do a few swerves and shit. Oh, yeah. Whack him around. I'm a big fan. I'll, uh, I'll go both back windows down yeah, and the sunroof open. I don't care if it's raining. Fucking don't fall asleep here, boys. It's nap time in 15 minutes. Front window open. Have a spit out your window. <laughs> It'll come back in the back somewhere. 
That'll get him. Jet snotting out your window. <laughs> the fucking the wet boomerang. Oh. We um when I was an adolescent, we, we couldn't afford Baileys. We'd have Father O'Leary's or Kilkenny cream. Oh. You remember them? Or oh, Velvet right. Cream. They're all these imitation yeah. ones. Yeah, oh, it's like uh, exactly the same. It's like Nelson County bourbon instead of Jim Bean. Yeah. I mean, adolescence is where Baileys should be discarded. <laughs> Adults drinking the stuff. That's no good. Uh, anyway, they've, uh, they've landed in beautiful Birmingham and uh, Khaled's status got changed. Status arrested. I'd love it if Ronnie Coleman was related to Gary. <laughs> don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> during um, what was during his, interviews, what was Gary? What was Gary Coleman's big uh, different strokes? Yeah, I know, but his famous quote. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, during interviews later on with police, Khaled had some memory of the events, but did not recall the language he had used, which mm. is convenient because it was terrible. He pleaded guilty to being drunk on an aircraft and failing to obey the lawful command of the plane's pilot. How many previous convictions do you reckon Khaled had to his name? If you give this, if you guess this without cheating now, I'll give you the amount in dollars times 10. Oh, Matt, you know what? I'm getting real fucking Lance Armstrong vibes here. Mm. No, not even that. Who's someone that cheated once and now they're just looked at? I typed it in for that fucking ELO drummer. And now I've got a feeling every time you have to go, don't fucking cheat. Yeah. Haven't cheated for 137 <laughs> episodes. Look one well, thing up. There's a little lesson there. Don't be a grub and people won't think you're a grub. <laughs> don't be a Beverly Bevan. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say 12. Nah. We're looking at – I like the cut of your jib, but we're looking at uh, – the court heard that Khaled had 57 previous convictions. <laughs> including over 20 for uh, theft and drug offences. In um, a few years after this incident, Carl had added to the 57. Uh, he led police on a high-speed car chase through Birmingham. Officers stopped the car he was driving after it was linked to a drugs marker. Carl had mm-hmm. told him that he owned the car and had a licence, but then he sped off. <laughs> he's, he's driving while disqualified. I, You know what? It is one of those things that I always find the idea of it quite funny, mm-hmm. but I didn't know people have the balls to actually pull over, stop. Yeah, no, 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 this is my car. And they're like, get out. Well, actually, fuck you, broom, yeah. I'm off. I thought you'd believe me and that would be the end of it. <laughs> get a handshake and then on your way, buddy. I wonder how often that happens. It would be funny to pull over, let the cops get out, come up to the window and then you just drive off. One stays in, don't they? One stay in the car. Oh, yeah. The driver. I wouldn't mind a slow roll off. Yeah. As they're trying to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, go to pull into the booze bus lane. They got to put it through the window, and you just cruise up. We go, sorry, mate. What was that? <laughs> yeah. They'd love that bit of action. <laughs> bit he of reached fun. speeds in his car chase of up to 112 kilometres per hour in busy residential streets. He eventually crashed after trying to squeeze through a non-existent gap oh. uh, between a parked yeah. car and a slow-moving car on the oh. Alum Rock Road. And during the chase, he threw some stuff out the window. Oh yeah, some 
some luckily little brummy fun-sized thugs would be they would have found that the next day while they were out breaking into cars and had a good day. Uh, at one stage of the chase, which was conducted in the rain, Khaled switched off the lights for a bit to piss the filth off. And then when he hit the cars, he got out and ran. Classic. <laughs> yeah. You're about no. to be seen on fucking uh, Predator Vision from yeah. Chopper footage. Oh, you're no good. That's one in a million getting away with that. I saw a pic of Khaled outside court for this one and he still had a label on his suit, planning on taking it back after the appearance, I reckon. Oh, I I like that. Oh, I've always liked people's confidence <laughs> when they think they're on a winner. Seen it before. Drive to court in your car, for example, I'll just pay two two hours on the parking meter. I'll feed the dogs when I get home, that sort of thing. Be back in time to pick the kids up. Tell them to wait at the school gate. No problems, just a slap on the wrist. Bullshit. Oh, so I, I had a mate of mine whose brother got him... Big, big drug offence trouble and uh, they went to support him in court, his mum and himself went to support his brother in court mm. and his brothers walked into the court in one of his suits Sick. that he was going to wear to like spring racing carnival and my mate saw his brother in the suit and went, oh, fuck yeah, because he knew he was going to go to jail. He's not going to get the suit back for a bit. Yeah, that's a great brother thing to do, just immediately start stealing his shit in front of his face. <laughs> wear it all in because you know it's just going to go into a bag. Until you let out the that's my watch you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the bloke thing to do. Years ago, my boy said to me, he must be he must have been about six. He goes, When you're dead, can I have your car? <laughs> sure, mate. Whatever. Like that's <laughs> just such a great thing to start oh. thinking. As long as you don't kill me, of course you can. Um Khaled got himself twelve months a bird for that for the car chase, as well as two-and-a-half-year driving ban. First year, that's a moot point. Yeah. <laughs> Is that concurrent? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. That's one of the – That's again, we always talk about it. You can never guess. You never know what a judge is going to no, fucking hand down. But High-speed car chase, that's easily worth a year. And throwing shit out the window, that I assume with yeah. drugs or something to do with – Yeah, he wasn't out egging. Um, his defence counsellor – you'll like this, said he drove off because he was disqualified. And, yeah, sure, he does have 39 convictions from 69 offences, but all his bad behaviour is related to alcohol. Ah, our mate. Alcohol. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. But when you said there, what was it 39 convictions from 60? 69 offences. I think that's just driving. Um, I didn't get to the bottom of exactly the 57 thing before. Yeah. And well, it's, it's three years later. So it's got 69 yeah. other offences. Yeah. I don't know. And 30, It's high numbers, oh, whatever. I think you'd lose count after that, after about 30. Yeah, and only lose the licence for two and a half years. Mm. He dumb. He had turned to booze after the death of his parents, so it wasn't his oh, fault. Of course. His, his lawyer, Simran Sidhu, seems to specialise in defending car chase types. Just this year, she defended a 21-year-old who had fake number plates on his car, rammed the gutter, popping two tyres, and then went on a, th- went on a three-mile high-speed car chase anyway with two pop tyres. And um, this bloke only had pop possession on his rap sheet. So he got a he got a twelve month community order, 
20-day rehab requirement and told to undertake 180 hours of unpaid work plus a two-year driving ban, which you'd have to serve as a free man. Bit of a waste. Um, a lot of car chasing in Birmingham, for what I've seen. And pretty impressive too, getting three and a half mile on the two two wheels. Yeah, not bad. Good effort. Not bad, um, good size. For his air rage, Carled was sentenced to seven months in jail. I hope those three kids can drive because his deliveries aren't going to fucking deliver themselves. Um. I tell you what, it's nice to nice to hear the word "dad" bandied about with some bad news attached. Oh fuck, I forgot he was a dad. Yeah, he's a dad. It's always like the headlines were all "drunk dad charged with assault, air rage dad faces jail time." I like it. It's not just a man; he's a dad. It's worse. Quite often, it's it is mother of three flies into rage at the shops, mum charged with poisoning her children for attention, that sort of thing. They really <laughs> ram it home. I think women yeah. get it worse, but it is like a mum or a dad's worse than just a person. Yeah. You think of the children. You should you know You should better. be ashamed of yourself. Um, dads get treated as heroes generally in real life for not doing too much. Media's trying to change that. I have a fairly fucking fraught relationship with the portrayal of dads on TV. Oh, yeah? It's not just sitcom dads, although they're fucking idiots. Like commercial product dads, they're the worst. Oh, yeah. They're losers. Aussie dad, just a generic fat dickhead in a flano, can't even pick up his socks, much less make a salad. Doesn't deserve that nice woman. Yeah. Although she did marry an incompetent loser with a stupid face. So what's that say about her? Yeah, could be her fault. Wow. Um, either way, though, Carl Ed, a Birmingham delivery driver with three children, heads to Dubai, not for the first time, on a holiday. Oh, really? Like, no, this is... The, this is why is he there? Like he's got enough left in the coffers to jag three bottles of vodka and a Bailey's. How much does a delivery driver earn in Birmingham? I'm fucking sus. Furthermore, how does someone with 57 convictions, a chunk of which are drug related, go anywhere? I know it's pretty loose there. By the sounds of things, like he's busy. Yeah, and again, he's only lost the license for two and a bit years for all that. Oh. He's still out and about. I thought one of those 50, you know. 57 whatever, you're just in jail. I thought that's enough. You're clearly a fuck up. And if not in jail, certainly not going overseas. Like how's that? Well, you'd get a gloved hand up your dot every single time you went near an airport, (laughs) wouldn't you? What's he delivering? Like this is not the behaviour of a regular delivery driver. I don't know. What do I know? Don't want to judge. Yeah, but is is it delivery driver? Is it like fruit shop owner? With the fucking gold Rolls Royce, you have yeah. What he's telling the ATO and what he's doing are two very different things. <laughs> well, yeah, we've seen it before. We'll see it again. It's yeah. Stefan in Brisbane with a bloody speedboat habit after cutting hair. One of my favourites. There's a house in the northern suburbs of Melbourne that got shot at twice mm. in the um, space of a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think one of the family members on the news going, "You can see the CCTV foot like." Why would people do that to us Yeah, in our home? Yep. And already it's like if you've got numerous videos of people shooting at your house within the last couple of weeks and you've got a fucking fortified front door, mm. what's going on in your house? Yeah. I'd stay off the news. <laughs> All the links people will go to to call themselves victims. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's it for the week, mate. 
We'll be back. Carl, I'd, I'd forgotten he was a dad. That's how much he was up to. I forgot mm. the whole time that he had kids. Oh, he's busy. He was, I don't have time for that sort of stuff. A lot like, how on. Does, how do they do it? Super dad should be the Again, headline. the most impressive thing to me, going on a solo holiday mm. with three kids at home. Yeah. That's the most amazing thing out of that entire story that somehow that was allowed to happen. Yeah. I don't know, mate. They're not all good dads <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for your support. Chuck a review up wherever you listen if you'd like. That helps us out here at MFB HQ. If you want to get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for extra content and uh, midflightbrawl.com if you're after Air Jaden or Larrikin Island T-shirts. They are back in stock. Uh, and We'll see you next week. All right. You're it. Stay legend. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.